Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It almost, it, it felt like I was trying to set up the the all musical episode that we've been teaching. <laughs> oh, God, please don't. Time. Please don't ever make me do that. Would you prefer that if I did do that, I sort of like sprung it on you? No. No, you would want to know ahead of time. No, no to both. See, I think you would have an easier time if you didn't have to prepare. Like, if you knew the musical episode was coming up, it was gonna, it's going to stress you out for an extended period of time. As opposed to, I just start singing when we start recording, and you're like, well, this sucks, but... You know, at least it's it's going to be 40 minutes or so, and then it's Here's the thing. Like, I really like to yes and your choices on this show. Yeah. And if that's not true, I want it to be true. <laughs> I feel like it's mostly true. And I feel like on a musical episode, I would be so miserable. You'd beatbox. You just, you'd, you could do the beatbox. I can't do that either. Oh, shoot. I, Flute? I mean, maybe it's been a long time since I've played it. Yeah. I don't even know where it is. I don't know if I still have it. Your flute? You have it in like a a hard shell case like you're a hitman, like you're a sniper, you know? Do they usually put flutes in soft cases? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think they typically put instruments in soft cases because you really don't want that thing to get, you know, beat up. I don't know. I assume a flute is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty strong. I don't think I could bend a flute over my knee. Well, I've never tried, though. Yeah, Why don't you go find your flute? I'll try to bend <laughs> it over my knee like a big, strong man. It's just there's a bunch of, like, click-clacky, like, keys on there. Sure. And they can, get, they can get all out of whack. Yeah. And no one knows what they do, what the buttons on the flute does. <laughs> that's, we, that's why, like, even you, you just kind of, like, press the buttons until the sound is, like, right. Yeah, but, no, like, you just, just learn, guesswork. like, which finger. I mean, it's like guitar. It's like, oh, these two go here. I think. And that sounds sounds, sounds like, like music. Music. This yeah. wonderful show. We talk about things that are good, things we like, things we're into. Do you have any small wonders for me to snack on? Yum yum. <laughs> um, I'm still playing Stardew Valley. Oh yeah. Don't say anything else though, because if they want to hear that, they got to the dish I out. know. I was thinking maybe we should set some kind of pledge goal where I provide like an update on my oh, experience sure. because I am in year two. We should do a video where I, I get to tour your farm. Although you've warned me that your farm is not quite um, it's aesthetically. Okay. It's okay. You've been very secretive, even to me, your husband, your partner. Well, I still don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying it, yeah. obviously. I feel like maybe even I'm on year three now. Good like Lord almighty. I don't think three. I've ever made it to year three. Really? I think I usually get all my business done within the first two no, calendar see, years, oh, and then I'm on to the net. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm better <laughs> at the game than it you. sounds like I it. play it in a fundamentally <laughs> cruel and broken way. I have started Googling a lot, which is surprised even myself. Yeah. Of like, all right, I've got to know. I can't catch a sturgeon. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. And like you realize after you do that, oh, it's only available in this one season in this one place. Like, yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. But. But, but it's it's been a nice thing for me to do, uh, you know, when I want to check out for a little bit sure. and, and maybe listen to a show, and, and I'm enjoying it. Good. I'm really glad to hear that. Um, I, I say, um, I say what I say. I should have come up with something when you we were talking. <laughs> you get so excited when I talk about Stardew Valley. It's like you can't help. I but can't think. I just start thinking about Stardew Valley, and uh -huh. then, like, the rest of the, the, the thing is... It just goes off the rails. Um, 
You want you want some help? Yeah. Television, music, snack foods. Well, the, no, you're just yelling things. We <laughs> talked about Perfect Match, I think, already. We yes. talked about the sort of having that that big garbage bag to climb inside every yes. night, like a and just make a warm little garbage tent. For. Yes. Um. How about? We've talked about bubbles before. We've been doing a lot of bubbles We've lately. We've been doing a ton of bubbles. Any variations on bubbles? This that... is the most I've ever struggled. Yeah, I with know. This, I think. Um, my Henry makes little crafts at school sometimes, yeah. and they're so sweet because sometimes he makes them specifically for us. Yeah. And yesterday he made a little, uh, little boxy little orange man made out of orange tape. That was me, and it said number one dad on it, and the one is backwards. It's like <laughs> so unbelievably cute. He made a little smiling Groot, which is like and wrote happy Groot on it. <laughs> And he spelled happy H-A-P-E-E. It's like so freaking cute. Yeah, they really do kindergarten right. They now. do it so good. I feel like he comes home and you can tell he did it himself without help yeah. and, and and put the work in and did it his own way. And I'm just, I feel like he is supported and, and creative and it's exciting. When I pick him up from, from school, I pick him up from... I, I, I do the conveying of the biggest son. And yes. when I pick him up from school, he comes out of the door. And if he's made something to show me, he like stops right there. Like first thing he says, like, I made something for you. <laughs> and just like pulls it out. But it's so good. And then he'll come home and he'll tell me, like, mm. go go look in my backpack at yeah. the thing I made for daddy. It's going to blow your mind. Um, I go first this week. Yes. I'm very excited. Yes. I'm talking about Petey. I'm talking about Petey. I was sent... A song by my uh, oldest brother, Justin McElroy, a couple Justin nights McElroy, ago. Justin McElroy, tastemaker for tastemaker, this household. For sure. Uh, since uh, receiving this song like two nights ago, I've listened to it like 20 times. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. That song is called Don't Tell the Boys by Petey. I'm going to play that a little bit later after I talk about Petey. But it's that song has been like a chain letter for me since first hearing it because I've now sent it to yeah. many of my friends who I assume it will resonate with in a similar way. And it's the success rate on that uh, assumption has just been 100%. Uh, it's, it's, very, uh, it's been very meaningful to a lot of people in my life, which I think speaks to the, the strength of the song. Can you tell me who Petey is or anything about so, Petey? So, yes. Yeah, so, a little background. Petey is Peter Martin. He's uh, born in Detroit, lives in California now. Uh, he has been making music for a long time now. He started out in an emo band called Young Jesus back in 2013. <laughs> uh, and so he's been making music for a while, but right when his music career started to kind of blossom, uh, COVID hit and sort of put the, put the brakes on it. Uh, and so he did what the rest of us did, and he joined TikTok. And... I'd seen a few of his TikToks oh, yeah? before hearing any of his his music, uh, and they're so completely my shit. Like, that, are they always musical in nature? No, or they not at all. Okay, they're very uh, sort of absurdist, wholesome humor uh, that uh, are are fairly long form. I would say for the TikTok platform. He has a whole series of TikToks about Puff Sullivan, the Sig King of Central High, uh, who gives cigarettes out to all of his like <laughs> grateful friends to solve all their problems. 
Uh, I, I, I'm not going to go on and describe this man's entire body of TikTok work, but it's uh, it's exceptional. It's uh, one of few, I think, TikTok creators who I can just like get on his yeah. page and just watch every one of them and and have a a, a lovely little time. Uh, so his TikTok blew up during like the the peak of COVID, and his music career has kind of followed in step. He's released an album. Uh, he's released two albums over the last two years. They've both been uh, excellent. I've been listening to all of them for over the last two days. Um, and there's still definitely, I would say, a particular kind of like emo streak that that uh, pervades his music. Uh, there's a lot of LCD sound system-esque sort of synth hooks happening there. Uh, and just super, super powerful scream singing it's yeah. giving me like Lucero. It's giving me Band of Horses. I got a little, maybe it's because of his voice and like how deep it is, but I got a little like The National. The National for sure. Frightened mm-hmm. Rabbit, I think, uh, is is in that same sort of uh, zone. Uh, and I, I, it's been a while since I've kind of like, I've all the bands I've mentioned, I've enjoyed at some point or another in my life. But mostly when I was like younger and had like more time for angst, uh, it's hard to make time for angst in in my life now as it is. Yeah. Uh, but man alive, I have been really reconnecting with my roots over the last 48 hours. I bet. Uh, so the song Justin sent me was called Don't Tell the Boys, which is just this, just this hell yeah ballad of profound vulnerability, uh, just this full-throated appreciation for deep and platonic friendship and a lot of his his music is like this like a lot of his music is uh, you know talks about angsty or very vulnerable things uh, but delivered through this like very thick lens of like yeehaw machismo uh, (laughs) that is like funny like it's it is funny that those two things are up against each other but then very quickly that humor gets peeled back just enough for you to see like the the angst inside of it and holy shit that is like that feels very targeted for me yeah. uh, so i'm gonna play a little bit of don't tell the boys and by which i mean editor rachel's gonna play some of don't tell the boys now uh th- this this verse that i want to play swept the legs out from under me for obvious reasons i will say spoilers for the oc <laughs> skip ahead like a minute if you are ever planning on hearing the oc but if not um please please enjoy don't tell the boys don't tell the boys that we don't spend the week inside and watch three seasons of the OC till Marissa fucking dies. And no times are more like Ryan. You're a little more like Seth. You're so quick witted when we talk about what happens after death. Heard your brothers in the desert. This is like a perfect example of what I'm talking about, his music being like so disarming because there's this just upfront humor about talking about the OC just in the middle of this song, which is very funny. But then it hits you with a line like, uh, you're so quick, you're more like Seth, you're so quick witted. When we talk about what happens after death, it's like, oh, damn, like you're over here looking at this OC joke and then... (laughs) comes at you from the other way. 
Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a, I am a sucker for this type of like well constructed, yeah, uh, sort of deep thought. It's so music. like epic in what it, like what it covers. Yeah, you know, like there have been a lot of songs I think that try and like tackle this like theme of like friendship, but like, like it's it his the song is like about that and like what it means to be like a man right and, and it, it's you know? between these lines <laughs> that are like uh join my little cult uh we'll talk about the childhood traumas that shaped us as adults and then you just hear him go like come on now it's like those things back up against each other in a way that is it feels earned and it feels like completely authentic and, yeah. and genuine while also being like super funny and poignant, like I, found, it's I was glad. Masterful. I was glad you sent me the video because I found the video really charming. The video too. is just him and his buddy just like going hiking and spinning around and like lounging in in bed and watching the OC in their underwear. Like yeah, it's and very then like curing wrestling good. out then, in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so don't tell the boys has joined this like pantheon of like, oh, I'm going to listen to this song for the rest of my life. Yeah. But I wanted to also highlight, uh, one of his first breakout songs is called Haircut, uh, which features vocals from returning wonderful uh, uh, artist Maya Folick. Or is it Mia Folick? I actually don't know. I don't remember. This was a long time ago. This was like episode 50 that you brought yeah. Mia Folick to the show. I still listen to her music, though. She like, fucking rules. It's incredible. Yeah, and she's very good on this song, too. Uh, so I'm going to uh, play a little bit of Haircut to take us out. So yeah, I'm I am it, like in the nascent stages of this like afterglow of finding this artist yeah. whose work like I think it just rules and feels like it was made for me. And also his TikToks are just like universally hysterical, which doesn't feel especially fair. It feels like you're sucking up all the talent and <laughs> keeping it just for yourself. But yeah, that's PD. He's PD USA on TikTok if you want to watch that. But uh, his if 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 you've liked the two songs I've played here, just go listen to the rest of his music because it's like it's all it's all really good, man. Uh, can I steal you away? Yes. Thanks. Griffin. Yeah. You know it's a shame. What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. 
Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain I hope they've got the bread bowl. Have you seen the bread bowl at this place? Mm -hmm. Good evening. Welcome to Maximum Fun. Have you been here before? It's her first time. Very good. Might I recommend our special? Oh, please. Can I interest you in the Max Fun Drive? I'm told they're cooking up something quite extraordinary this year. I've heard about this. With limited time thank you gifts for new and upgrading members? That's right. <laughs> we'll take it. How would you like your episodes? Uh, can I get them excellent with new Boko on the side? Mm -hmm. Oh, are there live stream events? Absolutely. You know, if you're interested in events, Meetup Day is returning. What? Oh, you're gonna love Meetup Day. It's the best. Okay, let me make sure I have everything. Max Fun Drive 2023 with limited time thank you gifts, live stream events, Meetup Day, excellent episodes, and of course, new bonus content. Sounds perfect. Great. We'll get it started and it'll be ready in two weeks, March 20th. Oh, can we also get a couple of waters? Of course. Where am I? On Maximum Fun. What do you want? A podcast miniseries about The Prisoner. Whose side are you on? That would be telling, but okay, I'm on my own side. It's one of my favorite ever TV shows. We want a podcast on it. A Prisoner podcast. You won't get it. By hook or by crook, we will. Who are you? I'm Elliot Kalin. Who is number one? Jesse Thorne. But you are John Hodgman. I am not a Prisoner podcaster. I am a free man. <laughs> oh, are you okay? Elliot, are you all right? <laughs>
Okay, I'll watch it. All four episodes of Be Potting You are out now. I see a book. Yeah, you know what that means. It could mean anything, but I assume it means that we're going to go to not one of the sides of the room, but where those sides can join. And that is a corner. Yeah. And the corner has poetry. Poetry. I like that you switched it up. Yeah, if you... I don't want to be I wanna predictable. Keep, yeah, I want to keep things fresh. You yeah, know? I don't want people important. to be like, oh, Poetry Corner again. In a marriage and in a podcast. Podcast is like a marriage. Oh, okay. Let's explore that. Okay, sure. I mean, I was going to talk about my thing. But I really like, would prefer that. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to just start by reading the poem. What the fuck? Yeah. Baby. Because that's how I found this poet. Okay, let's see it. I've, I've started like picking up anthologies because i'm trying to find poets i wouldn't find otherwise right um and so i went to a bookstore not too far from where we are called politics and prose yeah and it's a really a wonderful bookstore the most dcs name for business i've ever heard i walked in and i thought it was going to be all like new yorker cartoons on the wall but it is not (laughs) It is very friendly. It is very accessible. The building you've just described sounds so hostile to me. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like New Yorker cartoons and like, I don't know, like pictures from like Meet the Press. Yeah. Pictures (laughs) from Meet the Press for sure. (laughs) Meet the Press is always putting out some really high flying pictures. What's uh? What are we reading today? <laughs> so, the book I got, the anthology I got, is called "The Path to Kindness: Poems of Connection and Joy," um, and it is just an anthology of like you know good vibes. Good. <laughs> uh, and so, the poet I found in this anthology is called Brad Aaron Modlin. In fact, one might say his name is Brad Aaron Modlin. It's not just that he is called that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why I framed that that way. I don't know. It's fun. The you got to keep it fresh. The, po- <laughs> the poem title is What You Missed That Day You Were Absent From Fourth Grade. Mrs. Nelson explained how to stand still and listen to the wind, how to find meaning in pumping gas, how peeling potatoes can be a form of prayer. She took questions on how not to feel lost in the dark After lunch, she distributed worksheets that covered ways to remember your grandfather's voice. Then the class discussed falling asleep without feeling you had forgotten to do something else, something important, and how to believe the house you wake in is your home. This prompted Mrs. Nelson to draw a chalkboard diagram detailing how to chant the psalms during cigarette breaks, how not to squirm for sound when your own thoughts are all you hear, also that you have enough. The English lesson was that I am is a complete sentence. And just before the afternoon bell, she made the math equation look easy. The one that proves that hundreds of questions and feeling cold and all those nights spent looking for whatever it was you lost and one person add up to something. That's great. Isn't that great? That's really great. The poem... I mean the the title and like the the concept of it is genius. Right. Like this feeling as you become an adult that you just missed a bunch of like critical information. <laughs> and then being able to pinpoint those days you were absent and think like was that 
did it happen and I missed it? Yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I have a very like telling story specifically in middle school when I was sick almost the entire week that uh, teachers were covering sex ed. Oh, honey. <laughs> there was this, I remember I was there the first day and there was the suggestion that we were going to like have a whole unit on it in our science class. And then at the end we would watch a baby be born. <laughs> And everybody was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And then I was just sick, literally, like, actually not faking yeah. sick the rest of the week. And and now when I <laughs> pinpoint some of my sexual awkwardness, I think, right. was it that week? Was that the week? <laughs> and also, I remember when you were pregnant with Henry, I there know. were a lot of sort of misconceptions there <laughs> about, like, you were like, is it going to hurt, like, my you were like, is it going to hurt my butt when the baby comes out? And <laughs> I, even I and the doctor were like, oh, oh, Rachel, that's not, um, that doesn't, that's not part of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love, I love this poem. I love a poem that like kind of deftly includes humor. Yeah. Um, without, you know, being like specifically a funny poem, sure. you know? Um, so I got really excited about this poet and then I, I did some more research on him. Uh, as I mentioned, it's Brad Maudlin. He is a associate professor at the University of Nebraska Kearney. Uh, he's originally from Ontario and, uh, the book that this poem comes from is called Everyone at This Party Has Two Names. That's good. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, he got his PhD in creative writing, his MFA in creative writing, and then his bachelor's was in English with an emphasis in creative writing. So that like, seems like how much can you learn about creative writing? He really put all his eggs in this basket and it worked out for him. I guess so. It'd be a shame if he was like, I'm kind of over creative writing because it feels like you've really kind of pigeonholed yeah. yourself a little bit. <laughs> it's a really dangerous path to take. Don't you want to do some like technical write just write some technical manuals? <laughs> not that that's not hard work, but you can kind of, you know, <laughs> turn you can be a little bit more right-brained. The poem I read has actually been featured in a few places. It was in this podcast that I wasn't familiar with actually until recently called The Slowdown. Uh and it's just a podcast that comes out every like work day and it's just like a five minute long podcast with a poem wow and so they have like a poet pick a poem and the poet actually that picked this poem was ada limone which i thought was like, oh, oh sure my gosh we keep crossing paths yeah <laughs> serendipity <laughs> um but yeah she featured it uh it was also on another poetry podcast called poetry unbound which has kind of a similar concept of like hey here's a poem that's your podcast see you next you time you need to start doing the circuit of poetry podcasts i feel like i mean these aren't like chat shows these are just like uh hi i'm this person and i like this poem and now i'm gonna read it yeah that's profoundly different from what you literally just did <laughs> and are currently still doing on yeah, this podcast right now i'm not a poet laureate no you just went to school for poetry for well, like a hundred years so did a lot you're of basically people. a child sort of uh <laughs> reading shell silverstein no babe come on come on come on well all right i guess if you if you're listening now and have a poetry podcast let me know yeah i shouldn't <laughs> volunteer you to co-host like that yeah what if i like that other podcast better your hair looks so good today <laughs> Rachel's just got a haircut. 
and I think it looks great. I'm not saying this to you to like butter you up and keep you keep the heat here. I'm not like scared about losing the heat from this podcast. Like I know you're ride or die. Um, I just think your hair looks really cute. Thank you. I mean, not to derail the show, but I have learned, you know how they tell you like, oh, you should get your hair cut every six weeks. Yeah. And I thought, come on. No, you should. You should. <laughs> <laughs> it really helps. It's a month. Did you know it's it's a month for me? If I go longer than a month, it starts to get. I'm like five weeks now, and it's getting a little, mm-hmm. a little bit wild. I love a haircut, though. Should Still we? trying to find my, that special someone here in DC. I've been oh. bouncing around. If you have any recommendation, it's it's this is your segment, and I don't want to run roughshod <laughs> all over it talking about the sort of difficulties of having <laughs> my special hair. Usually when I read the poem of a poet that is is currently practicing and yeah. publishing, I will reach out to them via any social media I can find and yeah. let them know, hey, just so you know, we're going to talk about your poem. I wanted you to know because, yeah. you know, I'm celebrating your work. But I feel like Brad uh, is going to be really let down if I reach out to him and say, hey, we talked about your poem. We loved it. We also talked about haircuts for about 15 minutes in the middle. <laughs> you know, but that's – is what is that if not poetry? <laughs> See, and you can just play that. See, this is why poets are so easy because you can just say that. <laughs> I know. Right? And there was part of me that was like, oh, is it? Yeah. In fact, I would say in pretty much any social circle, if you're ever sort of uncomfortable with the way that the conversation is going, you can just say the sentence, what is that if not poetry? Uh-huh. And the people will either be like, oh, wow, or they'll be so confused, but that'll give you some time to get out of there. Maybe we should stop calling this segment the Poetry Corner and start calling it what is... What is that if not poet? What is if that not that? poetry? If not poetry. Ooh, that's a good name for your poetry podcast. If not poetry. If not poetry. It sounds weird, actually, when you sort of separate it without no, the content. I like it. If not poetry, question mark? Um, just to kind of to close out our very brief segment, um, I will say that uh, the other thing that I like about this poet is he is very collaborative. He's done um, poetry that has been the basis of orchestral scores. Wow. Uh, he worked uh, with an artist for a Brooklyn art exhibition. He's done speeches, meditations. Uh, He's also got a book of short stories. Um, Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a a talented poet, uh, somebody who is very early in their career, and I was excited to to find him and get on board. Fun. Yeah. Fun. It's, uh, we brought similar stuff. From different fields, yeah, I think. yeah, just just kind of a like a funny but but full of heart yeah. kind of episode. That poem hit me hard because I missed so much school. Yeah, and I think it's what sort of imbued me with the absolutely all encompassing imposter syndrome that I struggle with on a day to day basis. Because it's like at a certain point you miss too much school, and then you feel like oh shit, they they introduce some sort of like topic. There are a lot the rest of, of this math is going to build upon for the rest of the year. There are a lot of books. Like I'll be like, Griffin, you know, remember, you know, when everybody had to read Catcher in the Rye in school and you're like, Did well, we? okay, I wasn't, Did so, we? I wasn't so absent from school that I fully didn't. I feel read like a maybe book. you missed a whole book. I just was never assigned that book. I just didn't read that book. I don't know, man. I read lots of other books. I think you would like Ask it. Ask me another book. I better read it. Grapes of Wrath. No. That's a big one, huh? That is a big one. <laughs> is that the one about the two guys who work at the farm 
And one of them's like the rabbits. And then there's, uh, there's Mice a, and Men, you're thinking of. That's Mice and Men. Right, that mm-hmm. one. That's All a, right. Is that a play? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes play, sometimes book. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Bowen and Augustus for these for our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Yeah, the buzz, the buzz the about buzz the is drive has oh, started. Shit. We got our special early access to some of the pledge gifts this year. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting. Um, we have a virtual live Mabim Bam coming up next week, March 17th. Uh, I believe it's at 9 o'clock Eastern Time p.m., uh, and you can get tickets. If you go to macroy.family, you can find a link to that. We also have some tour dates coming up. You can uh, check those out as well. Uh, I don't know what's announced, so I'm not going to just sort of like guess. Uh, we did <laughs> just announce that we're going to be doing uh, Moon Tower in Austin, which yeah. is exciting, uh, in, in April, I believe the 13th. Again, I'm just shooting from the hip here. We don't have notes up for this segment of the show, and I, 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 I'm just, I'm so sorry. I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah, but no. go to McElroy.family. It's all there. Um, and yeah, we got merch over at McElroyMerch.com too. If you like that kind of stuff, if you if you're into that kind of thing. Uh huh. That's it though. This is a short one, but that's fine because now you can get back to doing whatever it is you're doing. Now you're now we've filled your cup. Yeah, and what is a short podcast if not poetry? Mm-hmm. Oh God, it's so, <laughs> the potential is so <laughs> huge. I know. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.